Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another look at the week ahead in theatrical and broadcast and streaming, mostly streaming because broadcast is largely out of commission because SAG-AFTRA is still on strike and the writers were on strike until not too long ago. So yes, this is largely a focus on streaming shows and streaming movies, but it's also a way to just collect the sheer number of things that come out from week to week. It's not an exhaustive look. This isn't everything, but it's the things that piqued my interest. And let's start with tomorrow on Monday, Hulu's doing this thing called Huluween, where they show not just older scary movies, but new ones as well. And there's one called The Mill that releases tomorrow, Monday, October 9th, starring Lorel Howery, who wakes up in a room where he has to push a wheel for as long as he can, or he might be terminated for low production. This seems like sort of a squid game, black mirror type thing. Again, I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I love to give some scary, creepy movie recommendations in October because, you know, this is the season for it. On Tuesday, October 10th, we have a couple of movies hitting premium video on demand and also available for purchase. One of them is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. It was a disappointing summer box office for this film. Perhaps it can make some of that up with digital rentals and purchases. Also, It Lives Inside, which just came out a couple of weeks ago. So if you didn't see it in theaters, and let's be honest, you probably didn't, you can also see it this week. Streaming on Paramount Plus this Tuesday is a documentary called Painkiller, The Tylenol Murders. If you don't know about this, this, in the 1980s, there was a string of deaths that were related to cyanide-laced Tylenol capsules that were sold over the counter. Stuff was pulled off the shelves, basically an entire country's worth of Tylenol. It's a really fascinating story that I didn't really know that much about until just a few months ago when I was randomly just reading stuff on the internet. So if you want to know more about that story, you can check it out on Paramount+. Plus. Not to be confused, by the way, with the Netflix original series Painkiller, which just came out a few weeks ago. Since the streaming revolution began, it seems like every single show that was ever on the air has been on one of these streaming services at one time, but Hulu was actually able to land one of the Great White Whales, an iconic TV series that has never streamed before, and that is the 80s series Moonlighting, starring Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard. It has been kept off of streaming for years, reportedly due to things like music issues, which is a persistent problem with shows from the 80s, but if you liked Moonlighting when it was on the air, or if you just never got a chance to see it all seasons will be streaming on hulu this tuesday also on tuesday on peacock lego jurassic park a 22 minute special that is a retelling of the 1993 film will debut with jeff goldblum returning to voice ian malcolm i like these lego things they're kind of cheeky kind of fun i don't know if this one will be as great as other lego productions but for me the lego theatrical movies the lego games have always been a lot of fun so i might give this a shot also finally on tuesday if you didn't get a chance to see renfield when it was in theaters earlier this year it will be available on amazon on Prime Video. It has exited that Peacock exclusivity window and will now be on its second streaming service of the year, so you can check that out. 
There are some interesting documentaries that are premiering this Wednesday. The first is on Netflix, and it's called Big Vape, The Rise and Fall of Juul. Juul started out as an enemy of big tobacco, but soon became its ally and attracted government action for targeting its vape products towards children. This is from award-winning documentarian R.J. Cutler. So if you want to see that, it'll be on Netflix. And then there's a six-part docuseries premiering this Wednesday on Apple TV Plus called Messy Meets America about football superstar Lionel Messi's transition to soccer in the United States as a member of Inter-Miami CF. This is truly a huge story if you're a football-slash-soccer fan, so if you want to see the story of Lionel Messi in America, check out Apple TV. Finally, on Wednesday in theaters is a 25th anniversary re-release through Fathom Events of Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. I have not actually seen this movie ever. I've been told that it's good. This is the second night that it'll be available. It's also actually playing tonight so if you want to go see house of a thousand corpses you can go see it tonight or you can go see it on wednesday premiering on thursday on max is the final season of doom patrol the last six episodes of the fourth and final season doom patrol has survived a lot it began on the dc universe streaming service that's right remember dc universe it has since navigated to HBO Max and then the changeover to Max. Brendan Fraser, who's one of the leads of the series, had a whole career resurgence and won a Best Actor Academy Award. And now, as Doom Patrol wraps up its run, the animated Harley Quinn remains as the only original DC Universe program left running. Also this Thursday, The Fall of the House of Usher debuts on Netflix. Honey, Wake Up, the new Mike Flanagan dropped. This is Mike Flanagan's fifth Netflix series, and it is loosely based on the Edgar Allan Poe story with dark consequences visiting the House of Usher, which in this telling is a family built from pharmaceutical wealth. I like Mike Flanagan's movies a lot, but for some reason I have never watched one of his Netflix series. I should probably watch all of them. Maybe I'll start with this one. Maybe I'll go all the way back a few years. But if you like those Mike Flanagan Netflix series, tis the season because a new one is coming out on Netflix. Finally, this Thursday, warm up those scrambled eggs and toss that salad. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Because Kelsey Grammer's third series as Frasier Crane is coming to Paramount+. Plus. It is also called Frasier. It's a revival of the 90s sitcom, which sees the therapist moving back to Boston to be closer to his son. While Grammer is the only returning regular from the NBC spinoff. I'm sure it will be full of callbacks to both Cheers and Frasier. Unfortunately, fans of Niles may have to wait for season two. There's no reported appearance from David Hyde Pierce. Perhaps some other regulars, though, may pop in. If you listen very closely, that rumbling you hear is the Taylor Swift juggernaut heading toward a theater near you because this Friday, October 13th, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, arrives in theaters around the world. The box office juggernaut that no one saw coming because it wasn't announced until a few weeks ago. Swift's billion-dollar grossing tour heads to theaters with a concert compiled from her August shows in Los Angeles. This could well debut to over $100 million domestically. It will almost surely debut to over $100 million worldwide, and it may throw open the doors to a new kind of theatrical event. So many movies had to scramble and get out of the way. The Exorcist Believer jumped ship, and it opened a week earlier. I will be going, by the way, to see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, and so many people have said, hey, Dan, you know, you're really going to hate this because the theatrical experience is going to be really loud. A lot of people are going to be singing and stuff. 
I get it. Yeah, it's a concert movie. I don't expect people to sit there like it's The Godfather. I love experiencing different kinds of things in the theater. And so I'm looking forward to experiencing this night with a bunch of Taylor Swift fans. I enjoy the music of hers that I've heard. I'm not a huge Swifty, but I think this is just going to be a very interesting, almost just like a sociological night for me. Uh, and I will be reporting on that here. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On the channel. One movie that did not get out of the way of Taylor Swift is called Anatomy of a Fall. It was the winner of the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival, basically the best picture prize at Cannes. It's a mystery about a man who falls to his death with an inquiry that's open into whether that death is an accident, a suicide, or a murder. The film obviously is an award winner and had massive critical acclaim, but in a move reminiscent of a few years ago when France chose to submit the film Les Miserables instead of Portrait of a Lady on Fire as their official entry for best international film. This movie also was not chosen as France's official entry to the Oscars this year, so you will not see Anatomy of a Fall nominated for Best International Film at the Academy Awards in 2024, but there is buzz that it could perhaps circumvent that entirely and make a play for nominations in major categories like Best Picture and Best Actress. Also opening in limited release is The Elderly, a horror movie from Spain about old people that are dead that might be rising from the grave during a big heat wave. This was a film festival, a fantastic fest sort of movie that's got some buzz. So if it's playing near you and you want to see this sort of a European horror type movie, then The Elderly might be for you. Speaking of The Elderly, Expendables 4 or Expendfables or Expendforble, if you're going to be fancy in French, is hitting premium video on on demand this weekend. Yes, it did just come out in theaters. You're not imagining things, but it was a horrible box office flop. You can now, however, purchase it or pay a hefty sum to rent the movie and watch it at home. So, you know, you could do that this weekend too. Debuting on Amazon Prime Video on Friday is a film called The Burial. Jamie Foxx plays a flamboyant lawyer who's hired to represent a funeral homeowner, played by Tommy Lee Jones, in a multi-million dollar lawsuit. This looks like a crowd-pleasing, odd couple pairing that also stars Alan Ruck and Journey Smollett. It also gives me a chance to do this fun thing that I enjoy doing because there have been so many comic book movies. I'll describe a plot of a movie, but instead of the actor, I'll put in the comic book character they've played. So The Burial is a movie about Two-Face and Electro facing off in court against the Black Canary. Debuting on Apple TV Plus this Friday is Lessons in Chemistry based on the novel that was released last year. It's an eight-episode limited series starring Brie Larson as a 1950s chemist who's fired from her job for being apparently a smart woman and instead starts a cooking show where she serves up food and empowerment to her mostly female audience. Let's see, Brie Larson in a series that takes on sexism in the male-dominated society of the 1950s. Well, I'm sure that this series is going to be warmly received in all the brightest corners of the internet.
As you might expect, because this is Friday the 13th coming up and we're in October, there are a number of horror options that are also available this weekend. The first is Creepshow, the fourth season of Shudder's horror anthology series spun off from the movie of the same name from Walking Dead creative and effects guru Greg Nicotero. Also on Disney Plus and Hulu is the new series Goosebumps featuring Justin Long who moves to a town and takes up residence in the local haunted house. A group of teenagers has to unravel a mystery of decades-old murder and possession in order to, I assume, save the whole town or whatever. The first five episodes premiere this week with the remaining five episodes dropping weekly thereafter. And then finally on Peacock, John Carpenter's Suburban Screams premieres. It's a mix of anthology and docuseries as we hear true stories and watch recreations of allegedly real tales of murder, ghost stories, etc. in suburbia. Carpenter directs one of the six episodes and of course also composes the music, which means that this series will be his first time behind the camera in nearly two decades. Debuting this Saturday, October the 14th, you've seen Murdaugh Murders the Documentary. Now you can watch Murdaugh Murders the Lifetime Movie starring Bill Pullman as convicted murderer Alex Murdaugh. It airs in two parts on Saturday and Sunday night, and I'm sure this movie is meant to really set the record straight and make sure that everybody knows the facts of the case and isn't some ghoulish cash-in on a real-life tragedy. And finally, on Sunday on Adult Swim, Rick and Morty returns for its seventh season and its first season without original creator and voice of both Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland. The replacements have yet to be identified, but I watched the trailer and they sound reasonably close to the original voices. I honestly fell off the Rick and Morty train a few seasons ago, but I know there's still a large fan base, so we will see how they react to those changes. Once again, I'm sure that this season will be greeted warmly in all the brightest corners of the internet. Debuting on Hulu this Sunday, it feels like we have followed this movie through its entire life cycle. Slother House, which I think I featured on the very first Coming This Week episode when it was hitting theaters, then when it hit premium video on demand, will now be streaming. So if you didn't catch Slother House on any of those other platforms and you have Hulu, you can catch it on Sunday. It is a cheesy good time. And finally this Sunday, The Hunger Games returns to theaters in a nationwide Fathom event. You can catch it Sunday and then also next week on the 18th. It also features an exclusive preview of the upcoming prequel movie. So let's take a look at this schedule laid out in a grid so you can kind of see everything all together. Theatrically this week on Wednesday, you can catch House of a Thousand Corpses back in theaters in its own Fathom event. On Friday, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour hits theaters. You can also catch Anatomy of a Fall and The Elderly playing in limited release. And then a week from today, next Sunday, the 15th of October, The Hunger Games returns to theaters via Fathom Events. It's a busy week on streaming. This Monday, The Mill premieres on Hulu. Then on Tuesday, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and It Lives Inside debut on premium video on demand and streaming platforms. Painkiller, The Tylenol Murders debuts on Paramount Plus on Tuesday, along with Moonlighting on Hulu, Lego Jurassic Park on Peacock, and Renfield on Prime. Then on Wednesday, two docuseries on streaming, Big Vape, The Rise and Fall of Jewel on Netflix, and Messy Meets America on Apple TV+. 
Thursday sees the streaming debuts of Doom Patrol on Max, The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix, and Frasier on Paramount+. Friday streaming options include Expendables on Premium Video On Demand, The Burial on Amazon Prime Video, Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV+, Creepshow Season 4 on Shudder, Goosebumps on Disney Plus and Hulu, and John Carpenter's Suburban Screams on Peacock. And then next Sunday, the 15th, Slaughterhouse makes its streaming debut on Hulu. Then on broadcast, a pretty slow week, Murdaugh Murders Parts 1 and 2 will air on Saturday and Sunday night, and then Rick and Morty Season 7 debuts on Adult Swim one week from today, next Sunday, October 15th. And finally, let's close out the show with a little feature that I call Rotten Tomatoes Decoded. The tomato meter is something that a lot of people cite, but it is an imperfect metric, at least as far as just using that fresh rotten number as a guide of how much critics like movies. It just tells you how many critics liked or disliked a movie or show. The average score or average rating is something that actually tells you how much a movie or show was liked, and it can be revealing in its own right. So let's look at some selections that are in theaters or on streaming now or are coming up. These are 12 things that I picked. First of all, The Exorcist Believer right now is at a 23% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, so critics not a fan. Then we have The Creator at 67% fresh. I don't know. I guess I'm in some weird reality because I love that movie, and not a whole lot of people seem to agree with me. Then we have a lot of projects in the 80s. Saw X is at 82%. Totally Killer on Amazon Prime Video is at 85%. Season 2 of Our Flag Means Death is at 86%. The Burial is at 87%. And Loki Season 2 is at 88%. And then we have a big cluster of 95% plus rated shows and movies. The Fall of the House of Usher is at 95%. Gen V is at 97%. Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, which we'll talk about more next week, is at 97%. Anatomy of a Fall is also at 97%. And Castlevania Nocturne is the highest as far as the tomato meter at 100%. But let's look at those movies and shows by the average rating, which is a numerical score of 1 out of 10, which tells us how much critics liked these movies and shows. The Exorcist Believer is at a 4.5, so a little bit higher than 23% might lead you to believe, but still not great. Then we have Totally Killer and Saw X, which both are at a 6.5 average rating. They have a lower average rating score than the creator. The creator has a 6.7, but is sitting at 15 to almost 20% lower on the tomato meter. And again, this is a byproduct of the fact that the creator is a more divisive movie than either Totally Killer or Saw X. Most critics saw Totally Killer and saw X and agreed that it was pretty good, which is why it's higher on the tomato meter, whereas the creator is more divisive, which is why the tomato meter number is lower, but the average score is actually higher than those other two films. That's why you have to look at these metrics in different ways to get the full story. The Burial is rated a 6.9 out of 10. Gen V is at a 97% fresh, but has a 7.15 average rating, which means that critics liked it, but didn't quite love it as much as 97% might indicate. Loki Season 2 has a 7.5 average rating, followed by Castlevania Nocturne at a 7.9. Our Flag Means Death Season 2 and The Fall of the House of Usher both have an 8 out of 10 rating, which means that critics, on average, liked those series quite a bit. But the two highest rated things on the chart this week are Anatomy of Fall at an 8.5 out of 10, and then Killers of the Flower Moon from Martin Scorsese at an 8.7 out of 10. This is one of the leading Academy Award contenders, and as of right now, the critical hype is matching what many people expected 
from the movie. And that wraps it up for this week's show. What are you looking forward to the most this upcoming week? Let me know down in the comments below. And thank you so much for spending part of your day here with me. I'll be back right here on the channel later this week with charts, movie reviews, movie news if it breaks, and so much more. Until next time, thanks for watching. Stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye.